Hello and welcome to the Collective Wisdom Podcast, the podcast that explores how to be a wiser version of yourself. This is a podcast that helps you to tap into your own inner wisdom and find the answers within you for how to live your best life. I'm your host, Kat Preston. I'm a certified life coach and I help people to turn down the noise in their heads and tune into the wisdom in their hearts. Every week I'll be asking my guests to tell their stories about what they've learned along the way and share some of their wisdom with us. I'm so thrilled you can join us. This episode of the Collective Wisdom Podcast is brought to you by the Story Skills Workshop, a 30-day workshop designed by best-selling author and storytelling advisor Bernadette Jewa, together with her friend and marketing guru, Seth Godin. Stories are the way we change minds and win hearts, and telling stories with more skill and intention is the best way to make a difference. This is a workshop where you'll be working alongside creatives, educators, entrepreneurs, scientists, and other amazing humans, learning how to tell better stories and have more impact on the world. I've had the privilege of not only taking the workshop, but also working as a coach in the program and have experienced firsthand the transformational power of learning how to tell better stories. It's true to say that this podcast comes from seeing that we all have a story to tell and having an impact on the world often starts with telling our own story. The next round of the workshop starts on March 23rd and those kind and generous folks over at Akimbo have given me a link to share with you that will mean you get a 50% discount on the usual price of the programme. The link will be posted in the show notes to this episode, which you can find at collectivewisdom.podbean.com or you can send me a direct message on Instagram at collectivewisdom underscore pod and I'll let you have the link there. Thanks so much to Bernadette Seth and the team over at Akimbo for such generous support. Hey there, my Collective Wisdom friends, and welcome to episode 12. As we celebrated International Women's Day yesterday, I thought it would be only fitting to share my conversation with Simona Barbieri, who is not only an international woman, but is also the founder of HubDot, an organization which connects women from all over the world through the power of storytelling. Simona founded HubDot eight years ago when she had taken a career break from her banking job, but still wanted to stay connected with like-minded women. And today, HubDot has become a true launchpad for thinkers, entrepreneurs and storytellers from a really diverse range of backgrounds, all of whom believe in the power of community. We talked about the work they were doing to build bridges, empower and inspire women, and now a few men, to follow their dreams. And Simona shared her own challenges along the way with staying true to her values as she crafted this movement and what it means to find happiness and fulfillment along the way. She's a really powerful storyteller herself and it was such a pleasure to chat with someone who leads straight from the heart. I really hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did and I'll hand you over to Simona. I'm thrilled to welcome Simona Barbieri, who is the founder of HubDot, an inspiring organization that seeks to create genuine human connections through sharing stories. Founded back in 2012, when Simona, who had left behind her corporate role at Goldman Sachs to raise her children and follow her passion for jazz, was looking for an environment where she could bring her whole self. As this didn't seem to exist, she created it. The first email she sent out resulted in 98 women showing up at her house for coffee and connection. 
Today, HubDot has gone global and hosts events and workshops all over the world, where attendees and participants are encouraged to pick a colored dot as they arrive, which represents their reason for coming along, and to start conversations by asking not, what do you do, but what's your story? A process they now refer to as alchemy. As one storyteller described it, through stories, HubDot is creating magical connections that have the power to transform your life. I've attended some of those events in London and came to meet Simona when I reached out to the organization to ask about enrolling Munat, a young mentee of mine, in their storytelling workshop, where participants learn to craft their own stories. And I was so thrilled when she not only came back to me in person, but also agreed to come on the podcast and share her wisdom and the story behind this incredible organization with us. So Simona, tell me a bit more about the magical power of storytelling and the incredible work that HubDot is doing today. <laughs> it's such a lovely introduction. This is so beautiful. Oh, wow. When I hear it, you know, when somebody else describes what you do and you feel, is that really me? Is that really what we do? It's so nice. And you, you have a wonderful tone of voice. So what do we do? I, you've just said it beautifully. We are in the business of human connections and human stories. And we believe that you know, we, there is really, there is indeed a, a different way of making those connections where a human being can truly feel uh, whole and mm. celebrated instead of not enough, not, not good enough. So the sort of the negative thinking around networking, around connections, I think that is what fundamentally I wanted to remove. Yeah. Because yeah. although I was always, you know, quite sort of, you know, I think maybe people have this impression of me being very confident, but I was always sort of an, an outsider. So I studied in Italy and I'm from Italy. I've been here 22 years, uh, you know, you know, this great job, you know, in the city in London, I did different things. But fundamentally, I always felt in networking environments that I, I didn't feel the best I could be. Somehow there was something that was making me feel strange or yeah, tense. And I would have some sort of, you know, physical manifestations of it. You know, I would have sweaty hands that I would feel, you know, my heart would be pounding. Yet yeah. it was meeting people and I love people. So Habdot happened when in 2012 with a group of friends, we just said, why, what is it about networking that we particularly at the time, a group of, you know, women feel so uh, weird about? Why is it so unnatural? Why is it so yeah. stiff? And it was all this thing of the label, what do you do? Where do you work? And, oh, but I thought you were at that bank, but you're not there anymore. So, oh, and where are you now? And I always said, this, I felt very limited. And I felt that there wasn't really a community uh, where at the time I really felt I belonged, I could belong. And mm -hmm. so I decided to build it in my kitchen. And I sent this email, this all the story. And so the, the whole point is, we really believe that every human being has the sort of the, you know, life is about feeling the best we can be, the best version of ourselves. And it's a constant process and journey, but connections, human connections can help you in that journey. Yeah. So we think that, you know, one is the work that you do on your own, on yourself and your story, but then people around and how they hear that story and how they react to it and the connection that people can provide 
are the magic, our alchemy. And so we're all about this thing of unlocking. And I, whenever in the good old days where we had physical events, I always used to say, you know, to everyone when I was on stage and welcoming everyone to HubDot, I used to say, please, can we all try and go into that mindset of being a super connector where we do open that address book, where we do look instead yeah. of, you know, what can I get out of this from myself, where I can really think, I hear I'm present, I engage with the words that I'm hearing. And I go, I do you know this? Do you, why don't have you so this, yeah, because human beings are connectors and we've forgotten about that, I think, at some point. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, that is such a powerful thing where you took something that I think puts the fear of God into all of us, networking. I mean, I I'm I'm not alone, I know, in thinking. And you actually avoid those events sometimes and you always seem to enter maybe it's a female thing i don't know but entering into those big rooms full of people again with those labels of who you are and perhaps feeling less than it just sets yeah. you up for feeling less than whereas this is the opposite it's you can even just show up i love the green dot which is just i oh, just come for inspiration yeah. yeah i mean you don't have to be there because you've got this specific agenda or and yes, it's popular dot because yeah. we all want to be inspired, right? No matter what exactly. we do, we achieve. Is that is you know that's who we are. And so, yes, and and I, I'm I'm so happy that, that you that you really sort of you know you really uh, you really understand the, the essence because that's fundamentally what we do. And obviously, we started with this idea, and it was a group of us, and then it grew, and it was incredibly organic. But then we found ourselves at one point at which we were literally doing so much and it was resonating with so many people around the world that it, it became a movement and at that mm. point I there was the point of the story which I just completely started to sort of <laughs> crumbling because it was too much to yeah. take on for one person to shoulder all of that you have that beautiful saying English that I love and my 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 husband always says about me is be careful what you wish for something like that <laughs> be careful what you wish for yeah, and you're starting to connect the whole world. And then, and yet you're still, I mean, I've just spoken to you today. I put you in touch with Muna and you personally know her story. You've been chatting to her, you've been helping her. And that's what's so incredible is that even with eight years in, you're in this amazing organization, you still have this distinctly personal touch and your your own intuition and your own connection is just so powerful. It, it, it is literally, it's my, it's my calling. It's my thing is what I'm meant yeah. to be doing. It's my, yeah. you know, just to sort of, you know, to, to mention sort of, you know, purpose and Jessica Huey and literally is that all of a sudden you, you know, when we are so lucky to really understand and to really step into that space into that where you truly embrace it then you know now eight years on I I say wow this is what I'm meant to be doing is my flow it's my I don't know whatever you want to call it my self-actualization whatever you know reference you want to give so that is my space and so it's work it's 24 7 is my you know is the kid the family you know Habdot is me and I am Habdot and that was the other big disconnection that I had to not fixed by to really look at because mm. it was this thing of not wanting to own it and it's not not really you know, not not feeling worthy enough and that wasn't so for many years but that's another very long story about well, yeah and it but it but what what resonates most for me is this you found your you, how to bring your whole self so when you're doing your work it is interconnected with your family but it's also showing all of your great strengths and all of the things that you love to do coming together 
And that, if we can help more and more people to just find that whole self and help them do work that involves bringing their whole selves so that they're enjoying themselves and life is fun. It's not just I'm doing my work to pay the mortgage and then I'm going off to do the fun things at the weekend. It's how can we incorporate as much of that sense of fulfillment and purpose? Exactly. And that's the work that you do, right? As a coach. Yeah, as as a coach, I find myself, you know, it's about maybe people who... They, they've, they've had a very successful career, but maybe they want to try something else. And I love this idea of what you were saying about, you know, life being a bit of a carousel that we have so many different, you have jazz in your life and you have different things that, and human connection being at the bottom of that, at the heart of that, it's about if we can build those connections and you can just say to somebody, oh, you want to do this? Well, actually, I know somebody I'll put you in touch with them. And who knows, you could step into a whole new and, career. And that's absolutely right. And Kat, the, the, the other thing that we do at HubDot is this, I always sort of always say it's sort of the transverse that you sort of cut through. So, so it's the, the tech expert or tech entrepreneur that talks to the, the full-time mom who is taking a career break. And then you have the intern who talks with the writer, the jazz singer. So this idea that it's, it's not really based on, so networking not based by industry mm. or interest, by, but by a common interest or a mindset. So, yeah. so these conversations are literally endless opportunities because when you connect at a human level so that all of a sudden that title goes, and even if you are a corporate lawyer or you are you know, the jazz singer, you're just, your interests, you have an interest in many other things. And so the yeah. idea of connecting at such a profound level is to say, Let's really go to that human place where there are no differences, where no matter if you're a Nigerian entrepreneur or you are, I don't know, an entrepreneur from Latvia, you are, you know, talking, you know, you're, 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 I don't know if you want to be spiritual, but you, you are talking real authentic language and, and you're just, you know, and, and you, and we find that there's no differences that people, no. I don't know, it just flows and it's natural. And you've seen last year how the community is really, truly diverse, but in the sense that diverse from, you know, we finally, why we say, is it really women? I mean, it's 95% still women. Incredible. Or, you know, anyone who sort of, you know, money, you know, um, identify themselves as women, but uh, it's becoming more and more about human beings and about stories. And that is something that I I am very passionate about of really, this is the sort of the rocket in the invitation for the eighth anniversary. We are now, you know, launching, we're setting off into this new space where everyone is there, you know, online, the pandemic has been an extraordinary thing for us. We thought the end had come for all of our events, no physical events, yet we've transferred the whole thing online. And so we have, and everyone, everyone can come. Yeah. And that, that adaptability and yeah, we've, we've all had to sort of, but I think we're learning now that you can make those strong connections, even virtually, which we thought was impossible. Yes. And if anything, it makes your work even harder because there's no sort of natural physical boundaries. There's, there's no geography and you, you're just building those bridges. And, and I love, you know, the philosophy, which is that I meet so many people who think that they don't really have a story, that their story is not important. And they all say the same thing. Yeah. But, you know, even really, I mean, I, we've, I've worked with thousands of storytellers in eight years we have as a team. And when you ask that question and you say, so would you like to come and tell your story? Would you like to be a storyteller? We don't say speaker, we say a storyteller. Mm. And everyone, nine out of 10 would say, I don't really have a story. So they go, I can tell you the story about that or that business, but no, I don't really have a story. As in, but actually a storyteller is somebody who 
shares a story that it could be personal business, but it is your story, unique story. And it's a very, you know, it's it's an incredible moment where you question yourself and what is that story today? Because yeah. it's just about that. Yeah. It's not your universal story. For me, at the heart of every story, there's always a little seed of change. There's always a little spark of transformation. And it's sometimes it's just, I woke up one day and decided I was going to do something different. I was going to be a very different person. I was going to tell myself a different story. And that can be... You, you know a simple story it's it's incredible but just those- and we have a, we have a million stories don't we oh, oh i mean you guys stories. were collecting them like so so much so I mean, and it's so wonderful to see how all of them like the ones that we've had on our, on our stages around the world how those stories have evolved and what's happened mm. and how they come so they were you know they came as a green dot and they shared a story or needed to be inspired and then they come back as a red very established in whatever they've achieved and then the yellow have an idea, so they, they come up with a, a business idea where they need, they need support. So it's, we, we follow the flow, we join the dots around personal stories. And that is, that, that's why I will never, ever be bored of what I do. I always say to the kids, I say, you know, mommy, you know, mommy, I decided not to pay myself a salary in eight years and uh, for many reasons, but I, there's something else that I, I am receiving that is, as my kids, you know, grow up and they really understand about, you know, business and careers and what they want to do. I say to them, is there's no job, no salary, no bonus, no nothing that could have given me what Hubdot has given me in eight years. Yeah. It's basically the biggest, most extraordinary. I get even emotional talking about it. You know, you know, opportunity for growth. Yeah. Yeah. And just it, you feel it right in your heart and you can tell. Yes. And what's so clear is, I mean, we jumped on a Zoom call and <laughs> chat, 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 and those connections, you know, we've never met before. And yet I feel like I could walk into a room and give you a big hug. And I think that's what happens to everybody who walks into those, those environments is yes. more compassion just helps them feel actually maybe I can be brave enough and find the courage to tell my story. And it's that mm-hmm. that, that sets them off on a whole new path. Brilliant. It's, it's, the, it's the glue. It's wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> no, it's so lovely to meet you as well, Kat. Wow, you're doing incredible work because this is so nice. It's very nice to be here. But listen, what I'm interested in is, is the Simona behind that, therefore, because, you know, there's this fascinating idea that it, really it's what you use kindness to just help people feel supported and encouraged and brave enough to tell their stories. So when it comes to kindness, What's the story that jumps out for you, an act of kindness that's impacted you? So, do you know, I, I so many different stories, but I would say that the one that probably thinking of, of myself in London, mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, here, you know, coming here from, I was sort of, you know, starting in, in the city and, and, you know, at Goldman Sachs, I was, I was the only, you know, sort of known, uh, what do you call them, the Sloan Rangers type, you know, <laughs> Right. Was, this is yeah. back in the early 80s with, yeah with I was, the, I was, I was raised no, no but yeah but that time this was 1998 but I was you know very you know very Italian and, and obviously a different accent and so I and I didn't feel that that I could belong and so for me if I think of myself and my story and how this sort of ties in with what's happened to me is that I think that that was a wonderful act of kindness of the person that offered me the job that hired me at Goldman Sachs. And, and I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to say who, who that person is because somebody, you know, pretty well known, but I'll tell you what she did for me was the biggest act of kindness. She offered me the most incredible opportunity and she freed me from labels. 
So that was, I think of that as the biggest act of kindness, smallest, but biggest, if you know what I mean, in the sense that it's, it's, I always, I look back and I think that what she did. So I interviewed with her and I fundamentally made up a ton of things. I didn't, you know, I came from a completely different environment and I was, you know, and it was the interview. I just, I sold myself very well in the interview. Let's put it that way. (laughs) And I only discovered later on that she then offered me the job and then she said to someone else in the team, she said, I think this girl is either crazy, you know, too bright or she's super crazy and super creative. And I think maybe she's a bit of both. I'm going to offer her the job. And so that was a, you know, an incredible thing to say, I'm going to look for some, you know, in her, she may not, you know, fit in, but there's something in there that I'm going to just, I'm going to give her the chance. And I, and I think that was a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. Yeah. Just your that, lucky break, if you like. And I mean, I can only say she must be very intuitive because look, look what's happened. I mean, you've gone on to take that lucky break and just run with it. You know, you're now kind of running the world. If I, I honestly, oh, my organization is that. so powerful in what it's doing. It might not be the biggest or the richest organization, but in terms of what it's actually doing to build bridges and form connections, it's huge. So what she saw there was clearly, Thank you. So she gave me, yeah, she gave me, and I, I think that was, a, it was not a small thing because, you know, that, but, but to me, I guess it's something that uh, is, was a, it was an incredible thing that she did that I only understood. So, you know, many, many years after, you know, the, the meaning of that was the thing of saying, you know, here's somebody that I don't really, maybe I don't completely understand, yeah. but I'm going to follow that again, intuition. And I'm going to put her in that job and you know and that was sort of the beginning of my life here and many other things that then I've learned and I've done and that was an incredible act of kindness that, that she Door did as opening. a woman to woman yeah and like you say I mean there's a risk that she, you weren't you weren't necessarily a, a sure bet you know she was taking a risk that it might, this might not work but yeah just just being able to massive it's really something that she saw yeah no fantastic story now you mentioned that coming over from Italy. So whereabouts in Italy were you? So Napoli, Naples. Napoli, oh, beautiful. But, you know, that sense of feeling like an outsider and, you know, just to to be in London in the first place must have been a big challenge. So huge. That kind of hints to, but but what what what's the story about challenge that you bring? <laughs> what have been the challenge? So the story the story of challenge. Of, I I I guess I I want to talk about the story of challenge or something that you know I, I, I'd like to think I managed to sort of overcome. Has been this in, and is linked to Hubdot. Is there was there was a point a few years ago where I really felt that I. I couldn't continue. I couldn't continue building this thing. I just, you know, I felt that it was the challenge of building something meaningful, so purpose-led, heart-led, and business, something sustainable was too big, too huge. And I felt this profound disconnection about, you know, the business of, you know, the sort of the language of business and building this according to in a certain way. And, and so that was, I, I really didn't believe, couldn't believe that I could find a way forward. And because HubDot has always been this literally an intuition, something that I felt, something that resonated with people, people at the beginning for about three years, we couldn't even describe what it was. People said, but what is it? Are you an events company? Are you for women? Can everyone come? Is it, what is it? And so we didn't know. And so we, we sh- we've been shaping this and now we finally have the language, we can define it. And so that was a big challenge to 
stay true to what I felt this thing, this movement was about, and at the same time, making it sustainable and finding that literally business model or shape that could really you know sit with my values um and that was a moment of it was really very very difficult I I had to go through my own sort of you know um you know therapy support healing uh you know exploring everything that could just really help me because I felt I was absolutely it was suffocating me just completely so that was a very big challenge and the way that I dealt with that after and, you know, going out there to say, who can help, you know, people once again, can, you know, and, and really trying to really to, to learn and, and trying to understand that there were people out there doing things differently was at, at the moment in which I truly, and, you know, we mentioned Jessica, you, so many incredible people, but, you know, when you start looking at those that do things in a different way, mm-hmm. so businesses and that are built in a different way, that was the point at which I thought, maybe I need to trust my, you know, what, what this, I always put my hand on my heart, very Neapolitan, very dramatic. <laughs> to trust it and to really say, this is, I feel that this is right. And I, and as, and as much as you show me on papers that still, I don't think that that's the way forward. So I learned how to trust my, yeah, my intuition, I would say. And yeah, so that was an incredible point. And that's always been about sort of three and a half years ago where then started feeling no more feeling full of shame, no more saying I'm not, not enough. Actually, I need to, as, as you know, as somebody in my team says, you want to step into that power. You always tell others to step in that power. You always say, you know, this is your story. Own it. Go on that stage. Power pose. Whatever you got to do. And yet I wasn't really doing to my, I wasn't really doing to myself. So it was this almost, not facade, it was very authentic and real. But I was very good at helping others, yet I wasn't really doing it for me and for Habdot. And it was all very quite disconnected. Yeah, um, I'm not saying, what I'm hearing is that it was just that there was a, a core value in there that somehow wasn't be, you weren't being true to that value as you were being asked to do, oh, this is how it should be done. This is how you should build the business, profitability. and Absolutely, you know, because when you go from, you know, 100 to sort of, you know, 500 people, the first event, we were 6,000 year one, 12,000. So numbers were going up all of this very organic from the kitchen table. Clearly, there was this sort of, you know, excitement and this this vision for something that, and I had that, and the vision hasn't changed. You know, the vision that I had in 12, 2012 hasn't changed. We then had, you know, investors on board, incredible people really have come and, you know, to support the vision. But how you get to that vision and the, and the time frame of that vision is something that you need to set. And, and you know, and, and I always say you don't need to be, we don't need to be unicorns. You could be, you know, there are some some other beautiful animals and the, the pace of those animals is, you know, is more, yeah. you know, is right for me. And so, so you know, that, that's sort of, you know, almost, yeah, how I see this thing, how I enjoy every day, every single thing that I do, and then the growth and how we're going to get there. And if it takes 10 years and it doesn't take two or it takes 15 years, so be it. That's but in the meantime, knowing that every day we're building, we're shaping, we're, you know, we also, we're incredibly inclusive in who we have in our team, who we have, you know, working with us. So there's a, you know, we, we really believe that all sort of, you know, differences or variety of, you know, of styles of working really needs to be celebrated. So, you know, neurodivergent, you know, individuals like we really are big on that 
you know, you are, your story, what have you got to bring? And so when you truly embrace that approach, then you need to compromise on, on the pace, not compromise. You just need to, you know, go in a different way. You need to create your right. own pace. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and what, what? it's just, it's really the way you overcame that challenge was to just go deep and say, Very deep. how do I stay true to myself and my own? But there's no option. Yeah. There is no option, but you just have to go deep. And I, you know, I, I sometimes sort of, you know, have some wonderful friends who are very, they, they literally, I think they were born in a sort of certain way where everything is completely linear and everything makes sense. And they've been this amazing sort of massive corporate jobs. And they're like, and whenever we talk about things, I always, you know, some of them will say, yeah, but you're so sort of so Italian. They always go into this label of being Italian, dramatic. And <laughs> fundamentally what they say, what they're saying is, you know, I can go there. But I, 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 I had to go there because it was something that I had to really look into. And I think that every at some point in your life, you've got to, because that you've got to really understand how you function as a human being. What is it that, you know, what gives you joy? What is it, why do you feel anxious? Because otherwise we can never feel that wholeness. And the wholeness is what I think every just like your beautiful piece of jewelry that you have here. It's a wholeness, right? It's round like a Yeah, dog. absolutely. One. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 about it's about saying often what we can't describe is that feeling of dissatisfaction or or just yeah not completeness because we're not really honouring ourselves and not really how many people don't actually know what their true values are they've never asked themselves that question and it's but I do think that there's this common thread with telling your story involves a little bit of that inner work you know you you start to really process what matters to you what's impacted you where all your beliefs come from and so that's part of the work that you're doing is helping people find their true self which is so valuable it's such such a gift it's such a gift because every time I sit down which each one of our storytellers so we we've been starting as you said earlier we've been starting helping uh individuals really want to you know really think and craft that story with this sort of you know online course and we do you know live coaching session and every time I sit with them I think you know it's through crafting their story that I understand a lot more about myself and they would say something and I and it's this incredible exchange. And I think this is what they feel is very real and, and very they say energizing. They use this word. So I talk to and it's very energizing mm. because it's that exchange of energy. So I'm hearing, I'm listening to your story. I think about my own. And I, so that that's beautiful. And that's what, yeah. I, what I say. Yeah. What I mean, human beings, that's what we're really good at. Stories okay. and and lifting, you know, talking about energy. I, I work as an energy coach. So picking people from, you know, often we work at a, a level of energy and we don't realize it's not, it's not the full capacity of, you know, we're all energy, but that connection can really raise our energy levels, really shift us from, Oh, this is happening to me. I'm a victim here. And actually there is a different way out. There's a new story. There's a whole thing I can just step into if I connect. And, and you know, no matter what, you know, whether, whatever, whatever you believe, whether you, you know, you're very religious, you're very spiritual, but, you know, we are energy. So, you know, I believe we're spiritual beings, having sort of a physical, you know, experience. And so, you know, that this is how, you know, it's, it's all about that. It's vibration. It's how we vibrate. We, we vibrate with each other in a room. 
you know, that's why put out there attracts what we get back. So often when we're a bit feeling a little bit insular, which is perfectly natural when we're threatened or we're feeling less than, but that then means that we can't attract the full capacity. And, you know, an abundance and having all of that. And the day that I understood that I I was the, the, the ultimate reason for that abundance not to flow for, because I was calling the wrong things. I was, you know, it was it was this narrative that I had. So on the outside, it was great, and it was stories, and it was events, it was growth. But on the other, the narrative and the one that I was telling myself, it was this sort of the narrative of of not enough, of less, of not suitable because I'm just very crazy. So really looking at reframing certain things, the language and. You know, I've never been crazy. Even like my parents say, oh, pa- pazzarella, un po' pazza, pazzarella in italiano, when you're a little bit crazy, but not really. You know, this, I was just full of joy and I love life and I love. So, you know, when you understand, even starting from those words, you think this is who I am, why I do what I do. And, and now all of a sudden I, I've unlocked it. It's something that literally is a switch, isn't it? You just or think- or for, for me, it's more once you find that. So for you, joy is a compass. And you just say, what's going to bring me joy here? I'm just going to head towards that for a while and take a step, not knowing necessarily what's through that door, where that's going to take you. But just follow that sense of, like you said, getting in touch with your intuition, which is so hard. You know, it's it, it's if it was obvious, we'd all be doing it. But but I think that's the work that you're doing. And and. Who knows? I mean, when you first started this, it was just, I don't like networking. I, I feel othered when I'm networking. But what it's led to is just this beautiful space. And, and I think the reason it's such a raging success is because it's there's so much truth in it. You know, everybody was feeling that. They were all turning up at these events going, oh, God, I've got to go and network. I've got to go and sort of just wear this label, wear this mask. Yes. And also assumptions. I mean, everyone everyone has an idea. It also started when I, I posted on social media, I think this morning, about when actually it all started. And it started when I had a conversation with a friend of mine. And she was saying how people, just by the way you look and you sound, people put you in that they think that this is who you are. And so I guess for me, it was... I that is not my story and that you are just you know you think just because I sound posh I sound I don't come from a posh part of Italy I come from deep south the deep south right mm. you know the land of you know crazy Gomorra and all of that you know I speak with a very strong you know accent that is not a posh Italian accent but in English I had an incredible teacher in Italy so I, I have this sort of accent that is posh so, so, and I, so I, what I'm trying to say is that but I sort of got very tired of people putting these stories on me because this is yeah. you're at and where you live and what yet I I wanted to free myself and think, but there, there's got to be another story about me and I I want to own that story and I want to share it and you need to appreciate me for that not for the one that used to work in that bank or well this is it even just that I work for Goldman Sachs that's a label and we you know the judgments that come with it and we're so good at judging a book by its cover and making assumptions and jumping to conclusions. And underneath of all that is usually so much more richness. And, and yeah, so it's so true. So true. And I know that, you know, when we were talking, so jazz singing is something that's also part of your whole self. I would love to hear, hear you sing, but that's, that's just always so, so, you know, when I hear people who, for whom music is just such a passion, because 
the reason we share music on this podcast is because it's such a universal language. It does break down mm-hmm. those barriers and we can all, it's another way of connecting. You know, I like this piece, yes. this piece of music and, you know, I like to dance to this and whatever. So tell me, tell me about the piece of music. I know it's a tough choice for you. <laughs> it's very difficult, but, you know, the one piece of music that I just talking about being you know, spiritual beings and whatever that spirituality means to us all at an individual level the one piece of music that I that I that I that I play when I need to not be reminded, but when I just need to literally when life gets too busy and that the noise and the emails and the and, and I I feel that I'm pushed again in those in the very in the rational space and I need to just move away and I just say okay deep breathing uh, is amazing grace. Oh my word! Oh, so that- that's what I I play that all the time. Oh. And I play- <laughs> Because I'm so this and it's just so it's just so beautiful with the yeah, literally yeah. the two words together, yeah. you know, the, like the word and grace and what this yeah and it's that to me is my is my piece of music. I would say is the the constant piece of music. You know, it's the yeah. one track that I that I play and that I yes. I I don't think I can listen to it without tears coming to my eyes. It's just one of those pieces of music that just evokes so much emotion. And I. I mean, for me, it's got a personal story because my grandparents used to do ballroom dancing and that was one of their favourite pieces of music too. So it's probably one of the first pieces of music that, you know, I really remembered as a four or five-year-old whenever I'd go and visit my grandparents. That was one of their favourite pieces of music. So I am so thrilled to have that on the list and and just, yeah. It's something, it's funny, I, I don't use it as a piece of music myself. You know, it's not, it's not on any of my playlists, but... Gosh, it's going to be there. Going and I put, I put, you know, I always thought, you know, and I do this thing. I put my hand on my heart. I go sort of, I do. So it's a bit of sort of not meditation, but a moment where I just, if I play that, I feel very centered and very, yeah. and I'm reminded that there's nothing, there's no deadlines, there's no awkward situations, there's no one, you know, it, it's just, you know, it's just flow, is energy, is grace. I just, I'm, I'm gracious, you know, to myself. Yeah. Yeah, that is such a powerful reminder. And it, it does remind me of, we had uh, Jude Galea, uh, Dr. Jude, Dr. Mind, Body, Soul She's on the podcast. Her wisdom was, um, you're always just where you're meant to be. And I think a piece like Amazing Grace can be that reminder that whatever else is going on, I'm just where I'm meant to be. There's nowhere else you, yeah, you're meant to be. I love that. Yeah. I love she's doing something so inspiring, isn't she? Fantastic. Well, you must meet so many people who have so many inspiring stories, though. And as you know, you say it just touches your heart. It just goes straight there. And, and you know, Kat, is that they're everywhere. Like it's every, every, every hour of the day. Not because somebody I, I was interviewed once and they asked me, so, so who are your true sort of, you know, inspiration, like your, your role models, your inspiring women. And, you know, and I came up with names of, you know, people that they would have never heard of. And it's the everyday, yeah. I mean, everyday storyteller, because that, because human beings, are, we are amazing people in all our stories. And mm-hmm. so the ones that are famous or they speak at conferences all the time are the ones that have just, you know, worked incredibly well at their sort of PR campaign. And that, you know, they've done amazing things. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but you know, there's so many other stories every day. And so you're absolutely right. I'm so lucky because I, we have a mechanism where people just come into, and that's all we ask. We, we just say, what is your story? Now we celebrate our eighth anniversary on Thursday. Oh. And it, is this idea of you know you are there with your story we have people from all over the world 
all sorts of backgrounds and so and you know motivation for coming and and uh, we we are now launching this new definition of Hubdot, which is the sort of biggest news. So we we describe Hubdot as powered by the community, and Hubdot is a is a launch pad for thinkers entrepreneurs and storytellers where we strip labels and we ask you to really think about your story um, and connect you in a meaningful way this idea of a launch pad i think this idea of movement of energy of no matter what it is an idea restart reassess reinvention but i think this is what this community is about yeah just like that as you say launch but this is the beginning learn how to tell your story own it, use it as your compass and move forward. Yeah. Do you like Launchpad? Oh, I just, and it's, it's this <laughs> idea of releasing all this human potential. That's what you're doing. You're just saying to people, you have got so much more capacity inside you to do just what you want. And most people have great big dreams and visions that, you know, you give them a minute to share that and yeah, it all comes out. And then if, if you can then connect people, oh, well, you've got that dream. And I can build you a website or I can help you find the person to talk to, to, you know, whatever it is that, that Completely. people need, you know, we all need, as you, what I loved about that was the, the sort of not keeping it within industries because artists still need technicians to help them get the, you know, and, and then we all need a bit of PR. And as you say, it's often the people who've risen to the top, it's just because they've been consistently just putting the word out there quietly in the background, but doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and that is incredible in itself. Like, you know, I, I've got, I have the absolutely the greatest respect, but I think everyone should really think of themselves as, as that person. You know, that's why we say, you know, at HubDot, you come to our events and it's, we all leveled, you're just your dot, you're your story. And we do this when we go into corporates and we work, you know, with their initiatives, whatever, diversity and inclusion, team building, recruitment. This idea of everyone is the same. We're leveled. Mm-hmm. Labels and your dot to your story you know, so you, there's no big sort of, you know, stage and slides, just bring it back to that essence and, uh, and see, you know. Well, it reminds often. me so much of that uh, Gloria Steinem quote, which is we are linked, not ranked, you know, we can take away all the ranks and that just helps us to just really connect and move I love that way. Yeah, fantastic. So just to end up on, I mean, you must have so much wisdom to share. You already have. There's been so much beautiful wisdom about following your intuition and bringing your whole self. And But what would you say is the, the piece of wisdom that you sort of rely on that you go back to again and again? So my piece of wisdom is that I really think of my life as something that is not really about me, but it's about being of service to other people, to others. So that is my, that's what, that's my sort of North, you know, North Star yeah. is I, and, and when I even depersonalize that, and so I, I've been doing this all the time, it's not really about me. It's not really. So, so when I go, oh, but this cringing and it's always, they always want me and it's me on stage and me on social media and me da, 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 because I'm the founder. But actually that is just, that is just on, on the, you know, the, the true story is that I am doing that because I am doing something that is so much bigger than myself, than my life, my story, the moment on stage. It's, it's not at all. So I, so I, I, that's my bit of wisdom is really not about, you know, me, but it's about, you know, having this incredible impact on, on, on other people in how, how big or small, um, but that's my little thing, really, that I always remind the kids at home. 
It's always think about how can you live your life with that. Yes. So through the lens of being of service, you know, to others instead of your own gain, you know, you're gaining. Who am I here to serve? And I think that posture mm-hmm. of generosity and deep, deep empathy has clearly served you so well so far in life. I mean, it's it's really with lots of challenges, cat. <laughs> but you know what? This is the thing, right? Is that I, I, I've, uh, you know, we spoke about joining Clubhouse, this sort of new audio app that I love, and I, mm. I'm meeting so many incredible, you know, people, and some of them are a lot younger than me, and I'm you now about to be sort of, you know, fifty in a few months, and and I love this thing that I'm very excited. The idea that five. I've gone through so, you know, to so much and difficult and challenges. And I've been very lucky. I'm very privileged, but still at times it's been really tough and very hard. But now I have that little wisdom, the sort of little nuggets of wisdom or things, lessons, learns or tool, tools, whatever it is that I can pass on. And so as I met a lot of them and they, you know, they, I can say, please just, you know, I can tell you what my experience was. And it's all through stories. And so this, and that really, I find it very exciting that everything that you go through, once again, is, you know, is, is going to be useful as long as you share it and you pass it on. You don't think about who am I to talk like that because I'm not an expert. No, you, I'm just me with my story, my experiences and, and to make them available to others is just, you know, you're just always gifting others because you don't know the ripple effect of words of an experience shared. You have yeah. no idea. Oh, that's music to my ears. I mean, basically, that's what this podcast is all about. It's about collecting those nuggets of wisdom and just hopefully inspiring people to say there's always someone there to ask. There's always someone out there who's willing to help. And yeah, I love, you know, Clubhouse. I only just joined two days ago. <laughs> I'm always slow to the story, to slow to the party, but, but I can already that it's going to be a great forum for for people in HubDot to go and find a new audience, to go and connect, to go and build build networks. Incredible. And, uh, Incredible. and so and we're also very excited about this sort of, you know, with the storytelling, you know, workshop that we're doing of also making people feel very uh, good and, and confident about sharing your story with an audio app because they're all going to be audio apps. Yeah. Facebook is, is launching an audio, you know, if I see Twitter, the same. This idea that social media is going to be more and more about sort of the human, you know, the voice, and mm-hmm. so how we connect the sort of digital to the physical. And so for us at HubDot, that's why it's a new beginning because we, you know, we've done the physical for eight years yeah. and now we're in the virtual space. Yet we have a formula that is very effective, that we've been tested. And so that link is an exciting link for us. And Absolutely. So Absolutely. And, you know, that is the original form. I mean, storytelling is about how we've shared wisdom for centuries, you know, passed on wisdom through that sort of, that, that kind of heritage of storytelling and that's what you've taken and just turned it into something really powerful and, and then Kat is so funny because every time we did our events with very we used to do some very big ones some small ones but our big we sort of four five hundred people all over the world uh, New York City was our 25th city with the four four hundred people last February I always I always used to say the same thing on stage as in imagine you know don't don't think of this all these people and and don't feel anxious just imagine that there is a fire that we're all here we're gathering around mm-hmm. the fire we're telling stories and it's that feeling of yeah. recreate that visualize that because that's what we're doing we're here there's a mic a mic is just to amplify your voice and that's it that's the spirit of, of gathering on fire and hearing stories and being humans just being humans together that's it 
Because it's that emotional connection that we that, that that you get straight to when you hear someone's story rather than the facts about their life or it's just, here's my story. Phenomenal. Well, Simona, I am so, so grateful. This is going to be an amazing episode. So thank you. I can't wait to share it with the thank world. Thank you for having me. So thank you for having an me. amazing guest. And it's, it's just so nice and beautiful. I love the questions and I love... And I love the, uh, yeah, the, I really enjoyed the depth of our conversation. Really, oh. really lovely. I feel, very, I feel very sort of, you know, calm and very inspired. It's really beautiful. <laughs> therapy no need, no need to play Amazing Grace this time. But yeah, we'll put that on the playlist. And uh, yeah, you've been a beautiful guest. So I really am indebted to you. Thank you so Sad. much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lovely to be here. See what I mean? Isn't she just such a joy, full of warmth and compassion? And I recently attended the eighth anniversary celebration, which was a, a virtual celebration. And I can wholly recommend if you want to connect with HubDot, all the links are in the show note. You can just go to hub.hubdot.com and sign up for their emails and maybe join in with their next virtual event. They are truly inspirational. You always come away feeling there really is hope, optimism, and so many people doing so much good work out there. And that's thanks to Simona and her incredible team. So thank you so much for joining me as ever. And I look forward to being in your ears next week. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. There are almost a million podcasts out there to choose from, so I really appreciate you for choosing this one and spending your valuable time with me today. If you found it helpful, I would be truly grateful if you would rate and review it as it helps others to find us. And if you haven't already, you can hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts to be sure of getting every episode sent to you. You can find all the resources we talk about and more about my guests in the show notes over at collectivewisdom.podbean.com or you can find me on Instagram at collectivewisdompod where I'd love to hear any feedback, suggestions for new guests or comments that you have. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're interested to know more about how my coaching can help you, you can find more about that on my website at catpreston.com. Thank you so much for joining me.